Hello, old friends, new followers, and fellow bloggers. It's me, your girl, Simone, and welcome to Authentic Love, God, Relationships, and Life, the podcast. important is to never give up I mean I know we hear this saying don't give up don't give up (laughs) but for real you know having the ability to endure is one of the most valuable skills a person can have and the tenacity to stay in whatever you feel called to um, is a divine gift from God and so I was thinking about Galatians 6 and 9. It says, do not be weary in well-doing for you will reap if you faint not. Okay. And so first, let's, let's start with the, with the first instruction. Do not be weary. And it's not saying just don't be weary at all. You know, weary synonymous with tired. But it's do not be weary in well-doing. Like do not be weary in doing that which is good helping people loving people choosing um the right thing choosing purpose choosing call um basically saying you know don't give up in what you're doing because if you stay at it you're gonna reap which is synonymous with this whole idea of planting and reaping harvest um if you faint not and faint means throw in a towel let it go pitch a fit the whole nine and I think it's interesting that the apostle Paul has given us this instruction to not be weary in well-doing because I feel like he knew that that's the very thing that we would do that after doing good for a while we may not see the fruit of our labor quickly and we'll make a decision to kind of turn in you know to a different direction to throw in a towel and so I think it's interesting that it's a promise of reaping or seeing the fruits of our labor upon our decision to refuse to faint. Have you ever thought about how tempting it is to give up? I mean, think about it. Every day in our lives, we are given some type of option that is opposite to what we're supposed to be focused on. We are presented with an easy route. I mean, if you look in scripture, all right, all throughout scripture, our biblical heroes have to make a choice between the path that God has placed for them and the easy route, their own path. And all of them in some kind of way, they chose God's path, but then they kind of stumble into the other path too. You know, Abraham lied about Sarah being his wife to because he was afraid in Egypt. He kind of stumbled into that path and had to be reprimanded to get back on the straight and narrow. You know, David kind of chose Bathsheba. I mean, scandal, even though he had another wife, he had plenty of people who supported him. He kind of didn't need another wife. I mean, monogamy is kind of hard on its own, but to each their own. And other biblical heroes, Noah ends up getting drunk and revealing himself to his kids. I mean, 
that's awkward talk about an awkward thanksgiving dinner table conversation and um you know moses even tries to hide out and run away from his identity his call only to be confronted by a fiery burning bush my point is is that everyone that we look to in faith in some kind of way had to make a decision whether they're going to follow the path that God has for them or if they're going to choose their own path if they're going to retreat if they're going to give up in the middle of what they're called to and succumb to that which is comfortable succumb to that which is you know normal but what if the harvest that we're going to reap in Galatians 6 and 9, it's not rooted to comfort or rooted to what is the normal. But what if it is connected to the acceptance of adventure and is connected to us just going after the hard thing in spite of? Now, this is not an excuse for you to say something toxic. This is not for you an excuse to fight for something that is really bad for you. I know a lot of people use scripture to remain in really bad cycles and, and elements of bondage out of and make excuses for that through the scriptural text. That's not what I'm doing. But what I am saying is that every person who's going to listen to this podcast, whether you stumble upon it one day or your friend who's supporting me or whatnot, every person that listens to this, you have something inside of you. You were created and born to do something great. And you have a dream or an inclination or a feeling or an idea. And you're going to have to continue in that route, pursuing that which is inside of you um, in order to see it come forth. And if you don't give up, if you stick with it, if you keep trying, if you're consistent at it, I mean, man, if you have a little bit of tenacity, I can guarantee that you're going to reap, like he says, if you faint not. A lot of you may be wondering, like, okay, Simone, like, that's easier, you know, said than done. Um, how would you suggest that I do that? Well, I'll tell you a little bit of a story, my own, actually. You know, before I became an attorney, I was, God, a lot of things, a student, law student specifically, um, a bar exam taker. I took it three times to be exact. Um, a person who loves criminal dramas. I mean, hey, who doesn't? But in all of those titles and those moments, I had a dream since I was five years old to be an attorney. I wanted to be an attorney so bad that I even like signed up and applied to go to law camp. I mean, who does that at 15 years old? What 15 year old wants to go to law camp? I mean, <laughs> come on. But I was so fascinated with the law, fascinated and, and felt that, man, I'm called to purpose. I'm called to help people. I'm called to make sure that people are treated with fairness and compassion, that they are given justice. Well, even though I had this call, um, I didn't have great SAT scores. Um, I mean, I still went to a great university, firm university, woo woo, go Paladins. But I wasn't the best standardized test taker, and that was a discouraging point. Then after I graduated from Furman, I applied to law school and couldn't get in. I mean, I had more rejection letters than I can count. So that was discouraging, but I kept going. I kept applying. I kept 
filling out applications and taking the LSAT and because I was so determined to one day become an attorney. Well, I get into law school and law school is harder than anything I've ever done before. And my first year I ended up on academic probation. <laughs> Imagine that a, a A student with a 4.5 GPA in high school is on academic probation her first semester in law school. <sighs> Because law school wasn't like anything else I ever did before. I had to actually study and, and pay attention and learn how to take notes and all, all of that jazz. I couldn't coast my way through this. I had to really, you know, put my nose to the grind and get in it. And that's what I did. You know, while all of my friends are having fun at, you know, the 1L parties, I, I was going to meet with a tutor every Friday afternoon to figure out strategies to shape up or risk being asked to leave um, the university well i get through law school barely third year kind of went through a whole depressive depression and um spell and almost didn't graduate it was the grace of god i graduated from law school actually it was god himself through beautiful professors in academia who helped me get through law school and even though my grades were better i was just dealing with a lot of personal issues that kind of had me in a really rough spot but still we didn't give up we kept going and um we sought help and we utilized community to do what i needed to be done well getting through law school was tough graduating through from law school was a triumph but then I couldn't pass the snazzy exam that would give me my license called a bar exam. In fact, I took the bar exam three separate times. The first time I took the exam with my peers, even though I knew in my heart I wasn't ready to do it, but I was a notorious people pleaser. So I overrode my own intuition to fit into the crowd, failed it. The second time I took the bar exam, I just didn't take it seriously. I didn't study enough. I I didn't commit myself. I thought I was going to just, you know, I've seen the exam before. I'm going to get on based on my own merits and, and, and coast through. No, that was a failure and failed. And I had to learn that I had to live a very disciplined life. I had to give it everything I had. I couldn't just, you know, go with the flow, right? But the third time... I took some time off from work. I sacrificed a lot, spent a lot of money, even though I did the first two times as well. But I wanted it and I kept going, I kept going. And I passed it. I passed the exam and became um, sworn into the bar um, association here in my state. And I became an attorney. But imagine my story if I gave up. I had plenty of options to give up. After the first rejection letter to law school, I said I could have said no. After my LSAT score wasn't as high as I wanted it to be, I could have said no. After I, I didn't have resources to pay for the exam and I had to ask friends and family and, and really humble myself in that way, I could have said no. I could have said, you know, I'm, I'm done with this. I, I thought about withdrawing from law school. I thought about giving up, but I didn't. I kept going. And now my life is filled with so much beauty and I'm reaping the harvest from deciding to not be weary in doing doing good. So why am I telling you this? I'm encouraging you to think about your dream, to think about that plan, that purpose that God placed in you. 
I'm encouraging you to have a little tenacity and to make a decision that I am going to see this thing through no matter what. I'm going to see this God dream through. It may cost me having to get up a little earlier than everyone else. It may cost me having to save money. It may cost me to have to get on a schedule and tighten up with my time. But I'm going to do whatever it takes to live out my God dream. And I believe that you can have it. I do. And so this morning, I'm encouraging you to never give up. And I'm not talking about never giving up bad things or bad people or bad cycles or bad habits. I'm talking about don't give up on the reason why you were created. Don't give up on on what makes you come alive. Don't give up on purpose. Go for it and understand that, yeah, that scripture is so true. You will reap if you faint not. All right. I hope that you have a great rest of your day and um, we'll talk soon.